Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapp, and with me, as always, is George Rogers. And uh, we're back for part seven, I believe. Eight? Seven or eight? Eight. Eight of the 666 Weeks of Horror. We're a smidgen behind schedule. Just, you know, it's okay. We'll get them all done. You'll get all your movies. Don't fucking... Don't berate us. How dare you? Um, Yeah, get off your high horse, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but uh today we're doing a doing a pretty I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna use the term. I think we're doing an iconic film in the in the, the genre. Um, hands down. Hand, yeah. hands down. Um and uh for those who who don't know, because this was actually supposed to be like I guess last week's episode and this bumped so we bumped this for Halloween ends and then we bumped into the mouth of madness for this because neither of us own that and it's not streaming or anything. So we'll just get to it next year. Um, so we just said, okay, well, perfect. We, you know, George had already watched this and I watched this, let's say Wednesday. I watched it Monday. So, or yesterday, I can't remember when I, I watched it one of the two days. I can't remember which one. Um, so uh, we, it was just, it was like perfect, you know? So um, here we are. And um uh, and yeah, so let's let's get right into it. We're, um, we're doing the Blair Witch Project in case you didn't know, because Dean, you went through all that, but you never actually said what the movie was. Really? I didn't? Oh. Yeah, you went through all of that, and you didn't say what the name of the movie was. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, we're doing the Blair Witch Project, not, yeah. not the sequel. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You see, we weren't going to do it, but... Like I woke up the day after we record Halloween ends and the mm. Blair Witch symbols were all over my bedroom. So I was like, you know what? We mm. should probably just appease the gods and mm. the witch and okay. do it. Okay. That makes sense. So we're doing the first one. I mean, I, the and that's it. One we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing the other. I never, uh, the second one I thought was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And the third one I never saw. So, um, but yeah, so let's, let's just get this started. I mean, George, did you see this in theaters? This came out in 1999. So you would have been what, 15? Uh, I was 14 when 14? this came out. And yeah, cause there was hype. I wanted to know what it was about. Mm. Cool. I didn't, I, I, it was, it was, um, you know, uh, something that my buddies and I watched one day after, after school. So 99, I would have been in middle school. So, um, uh, so we watch. I would precisely. This means I. I believe I was in seventh grade. So we just watched over one of my buddy's house one day. Um, I, I've always enjoyed this movie. I mean, I, and I think it's 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 a one of a kind because you know many movies have tried to copy this style of the found footage or you know lost footage type. Mm-hmm. This is the only movie that's really successfully done it. Um, and this movie and and, and I think it it's. It's the only one that has, uh, I guess, I don't say stood the test of time, but it is kind of ageless, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't have like a uh, 90s stylized production or like a 2000 stylized production. So like it really is just like it's it's just it's just there and it's just kind of it, it doesn't age, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't have anything from like real, really to be like, oh. Like everything, every horror movie in the '90s, they felt the same. You know, Halloween H2O felt like a scream movie, and I know you what you did last summer. They all kind of felt the same. You know what I mean? They they all had the same feel to them. So um, this was this was just different, revolutionary, and and brand new. So, um, but the Blair Witch Project, 
released uh, July 14th, 1999. Um, its Sundance release was January 23rd, 1999. Uh, but uh, it's wide release. I guess the United States wide release. You know. uh, a budget of 200. I don't, this is a huge, like 200 to $500,000. Like that's a pretty wide gap. Um, so, uh, but it's box office is insane. $248.6 million. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's and I mean, that is wild. It, yeah. Uh, directed by Daniel. For Daniel, a movie that, yeah. Uh, directed by Daniel Muric and Eduardo Sanchez. Uh, you know, it's got three people in the movie. Heather Donahue, Michael Williams, Joshua Leonard. I don't even know if any of them have done anything since this movie, have they? Uh, like little things, but yeah. Uh, well, um, Heather Donahue changed her name to Ray Hans hmm. and retired from acting 14 years ago. When are you going to change your name to Ray Hans? Oh, yeah. She's a winner. She's a professional marijuana grower now. Good Lord, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she smells like bug spray. Um, Michael Williams... Yeah, he's done that. <laughs> and uh, Joshua Leonard. Oh, he's been, it looks like he's been in a few things. He's, uh, he's, he's done some stuff. Yeah. Nothing I've seen outside of this. <laughs> good, good for him, though. I guess. Yeah. I mean, gr- granted, nobody really thought anybody from this movie was going to do anything because at the time it came out, everybody thought this shit was real and that these mm-hmm. people were actually dead. So, yeah, I mean, there, there was that. I mean, this is this was, you know, pre, I mean, yeah, we had the internet, but this was like pre, you know, forums, message boards, spoilers, shit like that. You could go on the internet and avoid spoilers. You can't do that now mm-hmm. because they are everywhere they're in spoilers are in comment sections to threads that aren't even talking about the movie that's mm-hmm. i mean which is basically how i got the force awakens spoil for me i was on a completely different post and someone was like hey han solo dies i was like oh all right yeah. thanks but i mean there's th- there's nothing to really discuss too much involving the movie because it's really just it's three people in the woods looking, uh, you know, che- check out this myth and, you know, the, and the stories of the Blair Witch and uh, was it Burkittsville, Maryland? You know, they interviewed a few people from town. You know, we heard some stories. There was obviously the story about the um, the the guy who uh, named Rustin Parr who kidnapped seven children in the woods and supposedly killed them all in his basement and, you know, murdered him in pairs and had one stand in a corner, which we see that later on mm-hmm. you know just people just telling all these various different tales and stories and all the kind of surrounds surrounds this legend or the mythology of the Blair Witch so such as people did back in those days and they still don't say you still get people who go traips around the Pine Barrens trying to find the Jersey Devil that's true I mean that's it's not like it's not like any of this out of the realm of possibility and especially for us mm. who who live in Jersey, yeah, and 
where I grew up at, at this, especially at the time this came out, it was a very rural, rural area. So, you know, everyone loves a good myth and go trips around through the woods. Sure. That's, all that, that's really all that was around my area. It was just the woods. You know, that's, that, that was just what we did. We all, you know, walked around the woods for five hours and went home like nothing ever happened. That was just what we did. So it was, so it was intriguing. Plus, you didn't know if this was real. Really? If this is a movie, is this actually found footage? I mean, this wasn't the first found footage movie, but it's arguably one of the best, if not the best. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, as, as some would say, because I, and and you're right though, Dean. You know, it's it stands the test of time because there's nothing in it to make it feel dated. Mm-hmm. Like it's billed as a found footage movie. And it was shot and looks just like it was a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, every locals, there's no like stars mm-hmm. in it. You know, nobody looks like a movie star. They look like regular folks, like, like, like you and, me. and, uh, yeah. and, and Sarge over there, you know, just right. Just, just regular people. I mean, there is some of the nineties aesthetic. I mean, that mm-hmm. those style choices clearly 1994, um, I know as I still dress as such, but that's really the only thing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's three people in the woods. You know, they're, they're, they're checking out these iconic locations like coffin rock, which um, has, which had some mystery behind it about um, an old woman whose feet never touched the ground. Yeah. An old woman All who these, lives in a shoe. I don't know if that was part of it, <laughs> but I'm not here to tell you that it's wrong. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, Coffin Rock is where five men were found ritualistically murdered Hmm. in the 19th century. Which I feel like that's something that just happens in the 19th century. All these rituals. Yeah, I I, I feel like it was everywhere. That's, I mean, it's everywhere you go. So, you know, they're camping in the woods, and there's little things that they kind of come across, like the, um, like the like that old cemetery with like the seven small little tombstone type things. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the guys accidentally uh, knocks one of them over. Then there's you know, the, you know they're in the woods and, and, all, and all you get. I mean, it, it's shot like with a fucking hand camera with a camcorder. Yeah. You know, not digital on tape, obviously. And, you know, you're hearing all these little sounds. You know, like twigs snapping. You know, um, you know some faint noises. Some you know, like stuff that you could easily pass off as. You know, it's just you know an animal walking through the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's could it's squirrel simple. could be that uh, could be a fat chipmunk. What's that? <laughs> it, well, it's it's simple things that would would scare you know any any normal human being. You know what I mean? Just out in the woods. Listen, hey, a couple of weeks ago, I walked out onto my uh, my porch on the side. I was getting the cats in and stuff like that, and I swear I heard whispering. It kind of made the hair of my, my neck stand on the back of my head. I was like, yo, what the fuck, like. You know, my dad and I have to kill somebody or something like that. You know, it's slim. It's simplicity in itself. You don't need much. You don't need the big budget sound effects. You don't need the lights. You don't, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't need uh, to have to, to, to show somebody getting hacked up. It's literally all. You know, you're hearing these. You're you're hearing these things as they're hearing these things. Is it legit? Is it you know? Is it all special effects? I mean, obviously, we know it's all special effects. Mm-hmm. But in 1999, we 
we didn't know. We thought this shit was legit. And, you know, you experience this stuff right, right along with them. This movie's only 80 minutes. It flies by. It's mm-hmm. just like a few nights in the woods. You know, you get some sounds the first night. You know, you get another night where, um, you know, you hear some sounds, you know, possibly children laughing, which is haunting in of its fucking self. Sure it is. I mean, especially if there's no children around and you hear children laughing. Mm-hmm. I mean, being around children, you hear them laugh is also not exactly a pleasant sight of it or, or a pleasant sound in of itself, especially for no. those of you who are retail. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when I'm in my store and I hear a kid laughing, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is he knocked over that I now have to clean up? Now, to, s- simple nonsense. But then, you know, an unknown force shakes the tent. You know, then we don't know what it was. You don't see it. All of this stuff happens at night. It's your imagination that lets you think that there's, you know, an old woman out there, just a witch, you know, shaking shit, or the ghosts of seven children just rifling through nonsense and making noise. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, uh, <coughs> yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't have a water with me, so I'm a little, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little dehydrated, but that's all right. You know, they end up being in the woods after like that ten shake. Then they come back and you know, someone's rifled through all their shit. As far as we know, it's only them out in the woods. That's all you ever see. You know, and they're obviously when three people spend any amount of time together, you know, tensions are rising and tempers flare. And this movie is really a lot of the three of them yelling at each other. Yeah. Um, especially Josh and. Mike, who are always yelling at Heather because they're like, all right, we just kind of need to go back. And she's still, she's still trying to get, you know, she's still trying to get the story. She's still trying to, you know, do the job. And they're, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, they got the map. They don't know how to, well, Heather knows how to read the map. And, you know, Mike can't, so he's frustrating, like just kicks the map in the, uh, in the, in the little brook or creek, mm-hmm. which, you know, obviously causes more fucking more 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 stress and josh ends up going missing after one mm-hmm. night after probably probably the last i want to say the last night or the second to last night because i think they spend one more night which is the night that they end up getting uh whacked so to speak mm-hmm. but they're trying to find josh you know, they're calling his name throughout the woods they don't hear him you know they come across you know a bundle of sticks that has some of his uh some of his personal effects like his like, like some fabric from his shirt and uh, possibly a finger, some teeth and hair, mm-hmm. which looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, that's special effects. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know back then. So it was no. like, shit, like this is fucking legit. So, you know, they spend, you know, they spend that one more night out in the woods, you know, and they think they hear Josh's voice. So they go out running and then they come across the house, which surprisingly they never came across that at all before anyway. And then that's when they go and that's when they go in the house and they get basically wiped out when, you know, especially Mike, who we get that shot of him when she comes down the stairs and he's facing the corner and then mm-hmm. just the camera falls and she mm-hmm. gets, and she gets essentially wiped out. And then that's like the entire end of the movie. Yeah. Cause it was designed as a, it was designed as found footage. It wasn't like it was somebody, you know, presenting you, Oh, and here's this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was designed, you know, edited together and seemed like a found footage movie. Yeah, but there was, there was such a 
like this movie wasn't really so much a movie. This was almost a, it, it, it was a cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. because yeah, because you didn't know pe- if this is real or not, you know, exactly. And there were people who, and, and this is where, you know, um, it also caused a little bit of division because there were people who liked it mm-hmm. or thought it was real and, you know, just really enjoyed the ride. And then there were people who were angry that the movie had no resolution mm-hmm. that it just ended. And that was that. And they're like, well, what the hell? It's a, it, it, it's a found footage movie. You're yeah. not going to get your happy resolution at the end. You know, mm-hmm. no one's riding off into the sunset. It's, you know, it's going to end. It's going to end. But, you know, but there were people that thought it was real that went down to they, they went down to Perkinsville, Maryland, you know, went running through, you know, went, went traipsing through the woods to try to find if this was legit. I mean, it caused commotion to the point. I mean, that's where, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to give any credit to the sequel because the sequel really wasn't good. I mean, I see what they were going for. It was just a very poor execution, but mm-hmm. that's basically the basis of the second movie is the people who go down to Burkittsville to, you know, to look for the Blair Witch, or there's people who live in that area who are like, Hey, Blair Witch tours, you know, for 50 bucks a day, you can, you can join uh, our tour and we go hunting and we'll take you through all the, we'll take you all the hot spots and show you where this person I'm missing and, and everything else. You, you see them all over, especially people who do like those Jersey devil tours, you know, where they yeah. take you through the pine barrens and like, Oh, this was the Leeds house. And this is, you know, all that, all that stuff. There's money yeah. to be made. There's mark. There's a market for it. Cause sure. people go for it. The especially people especially people who don't well i mean we live in the area so we know it's shit mm. but there are people who you know live up in the fucking mountains of appalachia who you know they save up all their pennies and they're like i'm gonna go hunt jersey devil on vacation is that what they do <laughs> so they'll come to jersey and they'll do a fucking jersey devil tour there's money to be made with it um how long after the movie came out did you uh did you end up saying it? did you see it like as soon as it came out um, on VHS, or? yeah, probably. I, that's probably what VHS. it was, you know. Yeah, it probably was VHS back in nineteen ninety, yeah. you know, nine, yeah. two thousand, you know, around there. You know, I mean, DVD players were scarce at the time, I, you know. So, yeah, it probably was VHS. It probably was like right away. I'm, I'm sure. I can't remember whose house it was, but I, you know, they probably went and you know went went up to Suncoast, whatever Suncoast became on Chester, you know, in Dalran, because it, you know, or, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, it was it was West Coast. And then it changed to something else when it uh, shortly after moved to that building. So um, whatever that had become, or probably they could have went to Blockbuster too, but that was like a local one. So um, or or Hollywood Video up in Cinnamon. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, but but you know they probably went up there and man, I wish I could remember whose house I was over when I saw it. Might have been might have been Jason's. I probably was Jason's honestly. So yeah. um, I sure it wasn't so, Chris's. No, I didn't know Chris. Oh, at this point, so I didn't. Chris- make, I, I didn't meet Crystal High School. So no, I, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we, I'm sure we saw each other in passing when we played baseball. So I get that reference. Mm-hmm. I've seen that reference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's really not a whole lot more to really talk about because there's nothing mm-hmm. to talk about in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I don't have any really one favorite scene because I really enjoy the entire yeah. movie. I mean, if I guess I had because I appreciate. If I had to pick a no, scene, it's probably when they, they find his teeth. Sounds you know, good. if I had to pick a scene. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of, you know, it's 80 minutes of just 
start to finish. There's no, you know, I'm obviously because it, it, you know, it's obviously a different type of movie. So you, you say there's no waste of time because it's because it's supposed to be like real life. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm if I'm picking the first scene, it's probably when, um, pro pro probably at night when they have the uh, you know the whatever that shakes the tent because you hear the mm. noises because mm. you know. You know, it, it, it's it's hard to hear, um, like on my TV. Not saying that the sound is bad, but like, you know, I got the caption up. It says like children laughing. I'm like, what? So I have to rewind it and like pump up the sound. And mm. It is. I mean, it's faint because that's what it's. You know, obviously the, the sound is better in movie theaters. Yeah, it doesn't translate well to TV, but I mean, I I really enjoyed this whole movie from start to finish. Um, I don't know if I mean, how do you really rate a found footage movie, like out of ten? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I mean, I sit here now, like talking about this movie, like it was fucking real. I mean, it was it was perfectly shot as a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. If you take it, if you take it for as it is, as a horror, as a horror movie, then it's a ten. It it's a perfect ten out of you know, as a strictly as a horror movie. It's I mean, if you grade it against other horror, if you if you grade it against other movies, yeah, you know, production is shit, this or the other, but you have to look at it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's simplistic, you know, just shot on a fucking camcorder, you know, two hundred thousand dollar budget, made do- uh almost ten times that at mm-hmm. the box office. And I think it was one of the top movies of nineteen ninety nine in terms it of box office gross. I mean, I, I don't at think least it cracked the, I don't think it cracked the top ten, but I know it was damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think if you read it actually says, um, I think, in, under the reception that it was that it was like in the top ten movies of nineteen ninety nine. I'm not saying that was hard to do because that was actually. I mean, there was a lot of shit that came out in ninety nine. They yeah. call it a sleeper hit because nobody really knew what to expect of it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. right here it says Blair Witch Project was the tenth highest grossing film in the U S. in nineteen ninety nine. So, so domestic, it was the tenth highest grossing movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's. That's fucking saying something. Sure. When you look at when you look at the films that came out in 1999, I'm talking Sixth Sense, uh, The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. Austin Powers Two. I mean, that was a, a fucking hell of a franchise. I mean, there was a lot of fucking movies that came out in 99, and this, you know, an 80 minute found footage movie, yeah. number ten. Yeah. <laughs> D- domestic box office, but hey, it still fucking counts as Absolutely. far as I'm concerned. No, I I totally agree. With you. But, I totally agree. With you. Yeah. But no, yeah, I guess I guess like you said perfectly. Like if it was to rate it as a horror movie, I I I would say it's a ten out of ten. I think it's you know, I think it's and it's one of a kind. So. Yeah, I mean, there's been. I mean, it's it, it definitely spawned an interest in making found uh, found footage movies. Some mm-hmm. of them are pretty good. Uh, I like the first Paranormal Activity. Uh, I don't know Me if too. you've seen any of the VHS movies. Um, mm-hmm. like, 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 like those are really good. I have a friend I went to high school with. She absolutely adores found footage movies. Hmm. Like to the point, I think she's watched like almost every found footage movie that's ever been released. Yeah. She's she's I don't want to say she's insane. She's insane for okay. found footage movies. Um 
but yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much more to say on it. I mean, no, neither do I. Neither do I. I think it'd be hard to do something like this now. Sure. Like, it's hard to do a it's oh, hard yeah. to do a found footage movie now and try to have it as believable because with the internet you can debunk literally anything. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure people who weren't like dumb kids, dumb teenagers like us, they were like, "This is a movie." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But at first, you know, at first, you know, fifteen. I was so I was twelve. You were fourteen, so mm-hmm. I mean, you were, we're idiots. So you know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, but that's that's the Blair Witch Project. Um, but before we go, because you know we're not just going to talk about this real fast, uh, you know we're recording this on Wednesday the nineteenth. Uh, you know, tomorrow um, I wanted to get Georgia's thoughts. Tomorrow, uh, Black Adam officially releases, and um, I'm seeing it tomorrow at three thirty. I'm not George. I'm not sure. You don't. You're not sure when you're going to get to see it right away. I'm right going to see it. I'm going. I am going to see it tomorrow. Um, Amy said. She has no interest in seeing it, so I'll probably just go after I'm done work. Okay. Um, so obviously you'll catch it before I will because I'm done at 5 30. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go at yeah. three. Um, so I'll probably go at like 6 30. I will tell you one thing. I was looking for tickets. Uh, there is no shortage of seats because every on my fandango app, I was kind of scrolling through and seeing what was available. Uh literally every seat has been available. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, so uh, but what do you like, what do you expect from it? Listen, I'm just expecting The Rock to change the hierarchy of power in the DC universe. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really, I have no expectations. I don't follow this character mm. as much as some of the other mainstream ones. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't have that strong of knowledge when it comes to Black Adam. I really just know enough from what I know from a few of the Shazam. Uh, titles I've read and whenever he's popped up in like a cartoon or something one of the animated series so and knowing what the state of where DC is and how they've kind of thrown so much behind it, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it it's really hard to expect we know how many reshoots everything has gone through but yeah. we do know mm-hmm. that Henry Cavill is showing up as Superman probably post credit scene or spoiler the movie yeah well <laughs> the, the Rock has been spoiling it all yeah, over the much. place, so it's yeah. you know the the Rock spoils it and makes Grace Randolph cry. So mm-hmm. you know, she's um, weeping her fucking tea. You know, I never, uh, I never was somebody who was like, "This is going to be the greatest movie ever." But I just want to be entertained. I, I want it to be good. I don't want it to be like dog shit. Um, I just wanted, I want to like it. So you know, I'm a DC fan. Of course, you know, everybody knows my stance with DC. Like a, you know, I'm a lifelong DC fan. Okay. Um, I may I may think Zack Snyder has made the best DC films, and I want the Snyderverse to continue. But I am a DC fan first and foremost. You know, um, it was I always say, you know, uh, you want to ask me how long I've been a DC fan. I'm going to tell you two things. I'm going to tell you uh, it was a combination of the Flash TV show, the Death of Superman comics, and Batman Returns is what got me into DC comics. So 30 years, okay, you know, what I mean, I'm 35 years old, so I've been literally. And it was the Flash that got me at first. So I'm, I'm a lifelong DC fan. Um, so I want DC to succeed. Um, you know, uh, and if that's with Snyder, that's awesome. If we, without, I mean, I'll pick and choose what I like. But, you know, um, so I just want it to be good. Um, you know, I, I, I have seen the after credit scene with Henry Cavill. Um, it gives me chills every time I've seen it on YouTube and Twitter. Um, is, it, her- is, it a, is it a good soup? 
fantastic suit. It's like That's Route 130 diner suit. Um, oh, fuck it. Is it, the, I think, is it the chicken orzo or is it the, or is it the esplate? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Chicken tortellini. Ah, oof. Um, so I, um, you know, I, he's my favorite Superman. I'm glad that he's back. Um, so I, I just, again, I, I don't expect this to be a great movie. You know, I don't think The Rock has ever made a great movie. Um, but I, I, I definitely expect it to be entertaining. I'm excited for it. And I, I'll be honest with you, this is the first DC movie that I have been excited to go to the theaters and see. I mean, I will say I was excited to see Wonder Woman 84. So, uh, I mean, we were pretty excited to see that. Um, but I will say of, of, to, to be really excited, I would probably say Shazam. So you're talking three and a half years, you know, and I really like Shazam. So, um, I mean, I, but, I take no stock in Rotten Tomatoes. No, right now, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is sitting at 55%. But I really don't take too much stock with them because Birds of Prey okay. is at 79 and Birds of Prey was not good at all. Yeah, although I mean, someone, although someone was trying to give me some some grief on it, it's like God, oh, like like those people are critics because like they know movies and they're in the movie industry. No, sure. they're not. They're fucking yeah. critics. They work yeah. for a publication. They have like it, that's like saying Meltzer is the is the end all of wrestling because he yeah. because he writes a fucking uh, a, a newsletter mm-hmm. that doesn't make you more knowledgeable. It just means that your opinion is worth somebody paying you money for. Yeah, that's it. Listen, I stopped caring about Rotten Tomatoes when you had the one-two punch of Man of Steel and BVS have rotten scores. Yeah, and I don't care because I think they're two of the best compo movies ever made. So, and I and and I definitely don't take any stock in IGN. I mean, I haven't cared about IGN since I stopped being cheat codes for Vice City. Yeah, so I mean, they also thought Thor: Love and Thunder was phenomenal, and. You didn't like Thor: Love and Thunder. I know Chris loves it, and and it I, and folks, you know we, uh, you know we did review. I do like the movie, but I have watched it since it's been on Disney Plus, and it definitely, um, it's definitely not aged well already. So it's definitely going to be a forgettable film. So, but hey, you know, listen, enough 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 cookie posting around. Um, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um, we'll probably record our next show Friday because I'll be at George's on Friday. At least that's the plan. Um, and then uh, we'll probably just put it up, you know. And what's what's the point yeah. of waiting? So, um, with that being said, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Dean Holtzaffel. I'm still George Rogers, and we'll see you in the horror verse. All right, I will. Uh, I'll put this up, and I'll see you in a little bit for hot day. Did you? Oh my stop god! The recording. <laughs> No, bye everybody. <laughs>